Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Let's go right out to our premier Not good of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Uh, he was actually uh, here covering the press conference with Xander Bogarts Friday. Uh, Pete Abraham covers the Red Sox for the Boston Globe. Joins us right now here on Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Pete, you got name-checked by Xander in that press. You're the Pete they were ta- he was talking to, yeah? Yeah, I, I've known him uh, since his, let me try to think now, 2012, the year before he got called up to the big leagues. Uh, I remember him coming to, coming to spring training for the first time wearing number 72. Wow. Uh, not, you know, kind of being one of the young guys trying to make an impression before going back to minor league camp. And he sure did. Then he helped him in the World Series the next year. I thought he was talking about Peter Seidler. I go, I've never heard anyone call Peter Seidler Pete. No, because he said Mr. Seidler at the gym. Yeah, and then he goes, hey, there's Pete. I've known you a long time. Uh, yeah, well, that's I Pete He's Abraham. talking about Pete Abraham. Well, we are, you know, we, when the news came down, you know, doing morning radio, Pete, we got, you got to get up early. And I got the news at about 930 so I was done. I was up till one o'clock in the morning reading and retweeting and scrolling, <laughs> and and it kind of ruined my Thursday to be honest. But I was obviously very happy when you get a a, a person. From what I understand, uh, the player we can get into, but I want to talk about the person that is Xander Bogarts, and he certainly impressed us and a lot of our fan base uh, with his day one press conference. Yeah, you know, I've been doing this covering the big leagues for about twenty two years, and he's, I think. Maybe not far and away, but certainly one of the top two or three guys I've covered, not in terms of ability, although he's certainly high in that scale, but just being a good guy and understanding that the people around him, whether they work for the team or the clubbies or the media, whoever it may be, everybody's got a job to do. We're all kind of there for the same reason. Uh, If the Red Sox win by 10, lose by 10, he's the same guy. Um, He's somebody, and I haven't seen this before, but when he comes into a room, He'll kind of walk around and, you know, shake your hand, pat you on the back, tap you on the shoulder just to kind of let you know he's there if you need him, if there's something you want to talk to him about. And a lot of people in the Red Sox organization were devastated by this news because of how much they like that kid. You know, I'm always a little skeptical when I see someone leave uh, an organization going, well, if, I mean, he was that good, wouldn't their team have re-signed him? But, you know, Mookie Betts first uh, goes to the Dodgers now. Now Xander Bogarts. What happened, you know, with the Boston Red Sox? Are they just not understanding the value of players and they're not making a, a, enough of an effort to extend these guys when the when the possibility exists? What's your read there, Pete? Yeah, well, as we've been writing for the last couple of days, they, they really screwed this up. And it goes back to uh, the beginning of last season. He had, he had signed what was a team-friendly extension after the World Series in 2018. He had a chance to become a free agent. Uh, he told Scott Boris he wanted to stay in Boston, uh, that, you know, come up come up with a deal that I can accept and we'll go from there. And they did, right at the beginning of the 2019 season. And Scott thought 
the deal was was almost too team friendly for the Red Sox, and he insisted on putting in an opt out clause because he thought that the shortstop market would get higher and that you know Xander needed to be in a position to take advantage of that, which is exactly what happened. So they they knew the opt out was coming up and that other shortstops had signed for big contracts and that they were going to have to figure out a way to take care of Xander. They had a long time to do it. They they, they had all of spring training. They had all of the season. They had all of October when, uh, you know, he was only eligible to talk to them. And they were never able to get it done. And the, the best offer they made in spring training was to add only one more year to his contract, that, that he wouldn't opt out, he would keep the final three years, and they would add one more year. And that was maybe one of the few times I saw Xander at a press conference when he was upset. And somebody asked him, you know, what what ended up happening with the extension talks because they wanted to end them uh, once opening day hit. Sure. And he just shook his head and said, I don't want to talk about it. It's just, you know, it was discouraging to him. And he indicated several times during the season he was ready to talk and they never really approached him with a good offer. And once he got to spring, once he got to free agency, he found out how much other teams liked him. And and we're talking to uh, Pete Abraham here. He writes for the Boston Globe and covering the Red Sox a long, long time. What is the what is the plan? What is the mood around the Red Sox right now? They they've added some pieces. Certainly, they've spent a little money. Um, you know, they they got the the outfielder uh, from Japan. They've they've added a couple of guys, but Kenley Jansen. Yeah, Kenley Jansen. What what is the plan uh, right now? Because I, my friends that are Red Sox fans, they're devastated losing this guy. They were devastated losing Mookie. Yeah, nobody really seems to understand the plan because they they were so far off on Xander's value. Uh, there were three or four other teams that made much higher offers, obviously the Padres being the, the, the leading one. And then the Japanese outfield that they signed, their offer was so much more than every other team uh, that Scott Boris, who also represents him, oh he had 45 days to get that guy signed with the posting window. That's how it works with, with players who come from Japan. Yeah. And usually agents will wait the 45 days because they want to, you know, drum up the value of the player and give the player a chance to meet other teams and in person, all that sort of stuff. He shut down the bidding five hours into the process because the Red Sox were so far ahead of everybody else. So either the Red Sox are super confident in what they're doing or they've, they've gotten some things that, you know, might be seriously wrong and, and they're going to pay for it. But, you know, I guess we'll see how that all shakes out. But, but yeah, fans here are confused and angry and, and wondering where they're going. Pete, it was so weird when they made that signing. People were tweeting like, was there tampering going on? Because nobody, nobody from Japan ever, ever signs that quickly. This felt like an NBA LeBron 1201 deal uh, that went down. Uh, yeah. I mean, when the Red Sox signed Daisuke Matsuzaka back in the day, uh, they literally, it came down to like the final minutes of his, the window that he was eligible to sign. And they were like, had officials standing in like Scott Boris's, uh, you know, uh, parking lot in Newport Beach waiting to get it done. That's how close it was. And this thing was like, you know, you, you read in the morning that uh, Yoshida has, you know, has posted and our teams now have 45 days to sign him. Then five hours later, Jeff Pass is tweeting, the Red Sox has signed Yoshida. And we're all like, that's impossible. But it was true. Now, maybe the Red Sox, you know, know a lot more about this guy. Maybe they did their research better than everybody else. Maybe he's, you know, Japanese Dusta Pedroia and he's going to hit 330. Uh, but if he's not, and, and they use that $90 million, and they could have signed Xander Bogarts with it, then th there's going to be a lot of questions that are asked. If I was a general manager, and I'm talking to Scott Boris, and I go, well, our first offer is five years, $90 million. He sold. goes, sold. 
There, there's yeah, like a right. pit in yeah. my stomach. I'm a wreck. Oh, I'm a wreck. What did I just what did I do? do? What did I do? Uh, speaking yeah. of Kyle Bloom, the general manager, there was also a report, we talked about it earlier, that when he saw the, the Xander Bogarts news, news. come down, yeah. that there was like a visible reaction. Now, there's been some pushback on that. Did you get any, any reporting on that story? Yeah, that was our story. One of my colleagues, Julie McWilliams, who happened to be on the same plane as I am. But then a couple of days later, I said, well, we, we knew it was coming down because, uh, you know, it, he wasn't negotiating with us anymore and that we, we knew that he would go to another team. Maybe he was shocked that it ended up being $280 million because yeah. that was, you know, nine figures less than what the Red Sox had him valued at. So maybe that's what it was. Um, you know, maybe he, you know, the, the, the events of the last couple of days had kind of sunk in that, you know, they've gotten rid of, in his watch, they've gotten rid of Mookie Betts and Andrew Benintendi. And, uh, you know, now Xander Bogarts, three guys who Red Sox fans thought were going to be cornerstones for years to come. And basically, they've gotten not much back for any of those guys. They're, they're going to get a draft pick back for Xander. And the guys they got back for Benintendi, they've, they've released a couple of them already. And the only good player they got back from Mookie Betts is Alex Verdugo, who's, you know, I guess like a league average, you know, a little bit better yeah. outfielder. So, uh, that's not a lot of return for three guys who won you the World Series. Oh, my God. Talking to Pete Abraham, Red Sox beat writer for the Boston Globe. All right, so we've talked about the person. We loved what he said. You know, he's a, he's a baseball rat, loves, you know, goes home after games and watches baseball and was talking all sorts of, you know, he knew new things that had happened here, you know, that, that typically uh, guys don't know. You know, he's talking about Josh Hader's struggles early, and then he figured it out in the postseason, seemingly uh, a big baseball fan. Tell us about the player, you know, what we can expect from Xander Bogarts on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, well, you can expect good effort. He, he shows up every day. He, he, he plays, unless it's a real, you know, an injury that he can't play with, he plays. And he's averaged, you know, well over 155 games a year. And he understands – uh, he understood last year that he needed to start getting better at shortstop, that, he, you know, he was getting older. He had to do things differently in terms of his pregame routine. The Red Sox coaches worked with him about, you know, how he's going to warm up for games, the different things that he needs to do. And his defense got a lot better. Um, he's, he'd always been like a league average defender, which was just fine because of how well he hit. Yeah. Uh, but last year, he, you know, his, his outs above average went way up. His defensive runs saved went way up. Um, and he became – you know, he's certainly not the best shortstop defensively in, in baseball, but he moved into the you know upper half, which which for him was very good. And offensively, he's he's a good player. He can hit for power. He understands when there's a guy on third uh, and two outs. You know, he wants to poke the ball in the right field, get an opposite field single, drive the run in. He, he's a winning player. He's not a guy concerned about his own stats. He's concerned about his team winning the game at the end of the day. Oh, you love to see that, man. That's it's kind of guy. I think, frankly, I don't want to say we've been missing it here, but I, I think that's just a whole different different type of uh, of player here to this lineup. And you know, by all accounts, if everybody's healthy, Pete, you know, those first four guys in this lineup here uh, a few weeks into the season are going to be pretty tough to get by. Where do you see him hitting for the San Diego Potters? Is he your, he your three hole guy? Is he your two? What do you where do you, where did he usually yeah, hit in Boston? Just, I, I saw one projection that had him hitting cleanup, which that was something he almost never did in Boston. So, um, yeah, he's he's hit second or third in Boston for the most part uh, because he's a guy who gets on base at a high clip and, uh, you know, he's he, he moves runners along and he runs pretty well himself. He's not a base stealer, but he's the kind of guy who runs well situationally. So I would think if, you know, if you had Manny behind him and, uh, you know, they're going to score a lot of runs, I think, for sure. Um, the other part that'll be interesting is he knows eventually he's going to have to come off a, off a shortstop yeah, that he's no not going to play shortstop for 
you know, 11 years in his career. And he's talked about that, and he understands eventually that's what's going to have to happen. He doesn't want it to happen anytime soon, but th there will be a point, I think, where he'll acknowledge, you know, hey, it's time for me to play third base, or it's time for me to play, you know, second or first, or whatever it may be, and they'll figure that out at the time. You know, he, that's not something I don't think he's going to play. Well, Pete, uh, we really appreciate the insight from someone who's watched him up close and, and talked to him over the years, and we're looking forward to Xander Bogarts, and uh, we'll see what happens with the Red Sox in the future. But thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, you bet. Great stuff, Pete. Thank Pete you. Pete Abraham, uh, Boston Globe, covering the Boston Red Sox and our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 